0: Escobar L- on the beat legend talks I King legend talks I ready yo 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 King legend, woo. Woo. legend talks I
1: Yes, sir. I can't complain. I'm happy. We was finally able to get this done, man
2: Hey man, right place, right time. That's how it always go
1: Absolutely. I see you constantly moving. you always grinding, making those moves So let's talk about it, man. This is King Legend Talks. Welcome to the platform. How you feeling?
2: Man, thank you for having me. I'm blessed, man If I complain, i would be sinning, man. I can't complain, bro. everything going good, man. You know life, you know how life is I
1: know that's right. You're uh, you're on tour right now,
2: ain't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm on a Straight Out the Mud tour with uh, my brother Country Wayne and uh, Jordan Jackson. Also, is another comedian on the tour. Funny, funny, funny brother Ron G. Um, yeah, man, we've been hitting every weekend, hitting hard, selling out, um, selling out uh, theaters all over the country, man. It's been a blessing, bro.
1: Absolutely, I saw the uh, the video of you at the Apollo. How was that?
2: Apollo, man, was a, it was a pivotal. My dog crazy, bro he never barked till I get like on the phone. Or something look at his crazy. Look at his crazy. Ass. I see. Look at this dude, man, crazy. Um, The <laughs> <laughs> Apollo was pivotal. It was a pivotal moment for me because it was like, it was just surreal, man. Like I grew up watching this show, man. They like, watched The Apollo was like when I was when I was a little boy. That was my favorite. You know, like that. My favorite thing to do watching Emmys tonight. Mm. And get to be on that stage where the legends was at, man. She flipped Wilson's old uh dressing room. Be quiet, boy. Be quiet. Come on, you being rude. Sorry, I'm, my dog is rude. But you're good. <laughs> so,
1: so that experience of hitting that stage, man, was that a moment in life that you're never going to forget?
2: Man, I'm never going to forget it, bro. I feel like it was a, it was magical, man. Then to get that, to get that response from mm-hmm. the Apollo, man, like, right, that you know, was beautiful, man.
1: So on this platform, we like to talk about the journey that people go through, you know, to get to where they at today. Because it's so easy for people to just tap in and see what you're doing now, but they don't really understand the hard work that was put in from the ground level. And I love the name of the tour, "Straight Out the Mud." You know what I'm saying? So it says a lot. So as far as the, the groundwork that was put in, man, how long have you actually been doing this for? You know, when did it start for you?
2: Man, I started wow. So Entertainment, you go, my first label I dealt with was like it was a it was a it was a small label, like 2001. And uh but the first and I started I I started working with Body Hit Entertainment mm-hmm. in like two thousand three. Hold on one second. Hey, man, hey. Required, bro. Get him over here. You're doing too much, man. This is the, My dog literally never barks, man. He's
1: what, never what breed?
2: It's a fluffy Frenchie.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, he he never, ever, ever barks while all of a sudden I get on line like he wants to go crazy. But, um, yeah, so uh, it's really been like... Shh. 20 years, bro, something like that. It's been crazy, I was in the music industry for like 16 years. Um, I had a record deal, like I said, the first deal was with Bodyhead, Roy Jones, you know, so I've been on tour, I, I did a tour thing with them back in the day, mm-hmm. Low Man on a Totem Pole, and then I ended up doing my own thing and getting, you know, getting real hot in Florida with the music and getting a record deal with Slip and Slide. Okay. Uh, with Atlantic Records EMI, I did that. I was regionally I had regional fame, but I was broke. Like most rappers back in the day. Um,
1: <laughs> Twenty years. Twenty years building up today.
2: Twenty years, man. I was living in a in the nineteen ninety seven Toyota Corolla mm-hmm. um in two thousand and ten, I think it was, or ten. Wow. Yeah, right before I got to do slide.
1: I'm about to take you back a little bit, man. So, back in that time when you first started, you know what I'm saying? Of course, everyone got goals. We got dreams that we set up for our future. Mm -hmm. But in that time, did anybody ever doubt you?
2: Of course. Everybody doubts you, you know. Um, You know, the women you date, family, you know, it's like he's trying to be, you know, because most people in life, man, they just are afraid to um chase their dreams mm-hmm. so they put insecurity off on you you know what i'm saying especially when it don't look good of course everybody right. you know of course people look at you know look at at denzel now like oh he's denzel washington but at at one point somebody told denzel I mean, to get a damn job
1: <laughs> right you know what we I'm all saying? gotta start from somewhere
2: you gotta start from somewhere man so i you know you never know. I met 21 Savage. when The the day I met 21 Savage, was it wasn't even 10 years ago. It was like 2015 or something. This dude had a keychain around his neck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He never told me that that dude, had, like, he was with my homeboy. And he was like, yeah, I rapped. I'm looking at him like, man, you ain't finna make it. <laughs> you know, just being real. I'm like, boy, you, right. you don't know, man. You but- don't know if the guy's playing this for everybody. People surprise
1: you, man. You know, I think what's important is that people believe in themselves as far as, you know, people gonna always doubt you, you know, whenever you're starting up something that may be different than what the normal person is doing. You know, a lot of people might tell you to get a job or a regular job. And you need to stop doing this and stop doing that. But I find that if you listen to everything that everyone says, you'll never listen to yourself. You know what I'm saying? You gotta make those moves. And as far as, you you know first of all i want to say appreciate your service man i know you was in the air force yeah, so I, I i appreciate that and thank i think you. it's dope that you were doing that man because like i said a lot of people they see you now but hey look there's a lot more to you than what you just seeing you know and a lot of people may not notice that so i definitely want to say appreciate your service for doing that thank you man. um absolutely so let's talk about these skits a little bit man because you know that's the talk of the town right now you <laughs> made a big announcement recently yeah. You made a real big announcement. I ain't going to get you to say anything that you don't want to talk about, specifically speaking, to, you know. Um, but in a general term, you know, what is it like to transition from one platform to the other?
2: Um, are you saying as far as, like, not being on Instagram no more?
1: Exactly what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish we could still do it, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, business is business. I'm gonna let Wayne, which he probably never gonna come out and say nothing about it. Cause Wayne, that's how he, Wayne is just, he just work, he just do the work. He don't really, you know, if you go to his page, you can't find nowhere where he like talking about, you know, right. hot topics. He just don't do that. It's my, we talk amongst ourselves, but yeah, he just do the work, you know what I'm saying? He kinda like, you know, like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan didn't do a lot of interviews. And, yeah. You know, Michael Jackson the we, week, we get when it was. It was like, oh, he about to say something. You know what I mean? So I don't. I don't know. I really don't believe. I don't think he would actually share what the situation is. So I ain't gonna. You know, I'm gonna let him. Of course. Share, but you know what I mean? It ain't personal. It's business. But I, I definitely wish he was on Instagram because me personally, I like. I like I like the way it's formulated on Instagram, yeah. the focus because, you know, you gotta kind of search for it on YouTube. You gotta you know on facebook it's
1: convenient on instagram people are already on the platform they just swipe yeah. in and
2: they see it yeah I, it, I
1: could definitely get it
2: it's easier on instagram so i hate that they come to that man cuz that's my favorite platform but shit my my favorite thing is making money so
1: Absolutely. <laughs> hey i i definitely agree with you on that one so as far as your acting career and doing the skits you know that that's pretty that's kind of similar but different you know what i'm saying cuz you know, you have people that's good at doing skits and then they get on stage and it's like, okay, all right, it's completely different than doing skits. I got a live audience, you know what I'm saying? Um, what's similar to you and what's different completely when it comes to the two?
2: So theater, skits, and te- te- uh, film and television is all a different f- art form. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you think about boxing, like when you boxing the way you stand, you kinda of turn yourself sideways to make yourself a smaller target. But if you do a mixed martial arts where you can kick and use your feet, you're gonna be open up a little bit more because you know, I say you got you want you want your weapons and your feet to be more accessible. And it's the same thing with like with, with like tell like stage the stage is so small, mm-hmm. you know, so big, so you have to act. You gotta do bigger acting as an actor so that yeah. the person in the last row can see how you feel, you know what I'm saying? But if it's on television, you know, the, the the screen is small. The the frame is very small and you're huge. So you don't really right. gotta do a lot. You know, you can, you know, you can, we can see in your eyes how you feel. You don't have to mm-hmm. try to do anything. Um, and, then, and then skits is kind of like in the middle. You know what I mean? It's like, if you notice in my skits, I I'm it's bigger acting, you know what I mean? It's a little bit bigger but yeah. not too big you know what i'm saying cuz a lot of people that do skits they overact it's too it's cartoonish you know what i mean yeah. and that's why a lot of people connect to what we do is because we still keep it grounded enough to where it's not you don't know, look like cartoon characters and you could you could relate more you know to reality than somebody just rrr, 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 you know, absolutely
1: little, i mean i i will honestly like to take it a step further like you guys been doing skits so long it's really a tv show at this point you know what i'm saying yeah um skits is, is one thing but you guys have a whole team you know everyone works together it's definitely thought out and what's unique about your skits is that it has a storyline you know it's not it's not really random like a lot of people do on the ground so that's what really makes you guys stand out a lot of people are waiting for the next episode really you know right and um i think that's a unique idea um, the way all of you guys, like I said, work together as a team. Mm-hmm. So, moving forward, as far as your future, man, what, what what are your goals right now? Like, what are you focused on?
2: Man, I'm focused on. I mean, I'm I'm definitely focused on the skit world. Um, I'm, I'm still, but I'm also still focused on my film and television. So, I'm still doing, you know, doing auditions. I'm still getting offers from different networks and productions. Um. It just man, nowadays it's really just to really reach a certain level um, of monetization. It's about being an artist and not just being. I don't like if you think about Kevin Hart, like, look at Kevin Hart. Like, Kevin Hart does he has a, a podcast, he has right. a, a, the um, the show where he does where they get in the hottest, hottest balls. He does stand up, he does he in
1: his bag, he in my bag. That's For
2: real. It. That's the goal. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at if you look at my boy Wayne, it's like of all the comedians that they thought was on his level, they ain't nowhere near close because he's doing. He's tapping into all those different things. So now he's also, you know, he's now tapping into film, which is the one missing element that he's had, which about to just take it to the next level. And that's that's basically what I'm on too. Like, yeah. I want I want to do everything. anything that God bless me, any talent that God bless me with, I have to put it to use to just be an artist.
1: Absolutely, for sure. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you. I do watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of Netflix every once in a while when I get the chance. And I can't help but to notice I keep seeing your face pop up a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're on a lot of stuff right now, man, like Raising Dion. I couldn't help it. I watched that whole thing through. I thought it was for kids at first, right? I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was for kids when I saw it. I said, hold on, this is dope. (laughs) I love this show. Right. Man. And then um, I got into it and I got hooked. And you know, just the cast and everybody on there did a phenomenal job. You know, Um, and that's just one of many shows that you've been on. Mm-hmm. So how does it feel to always be so booked and busy? Because that's a blessing. There are some people that have a good problem right now not being booked and busy, but to still be getting booked and busy during the pandemic and through the pandemic. How does it feel?
2: Um, man, I'm I'm blessed, bro. You know what I mean? I just I don't I don't really connect to the outcome anymore. I just do you know what I'm saying? I just I just do the work and then it's like it just happened like that, you know. It's like I am working I had sixteen jobs last year, sixteen roles just last year. Wow and before I knew it I look up and I'm getting I'm actor of the year for two different um uh organizations in Atlanta, the two biggest organizations in Atlanta. And right. it's like because, thank you bro, because it's like, I'm just keeping, I'm just locked into the, I'm obsessed with the with the, with the work and the work and the art form and the craft and, you know what I mean? It's like, it just, when, when you give everything to it, it's gonna give you something back. So yeah. I'm blessed, man, I'm blessed that it's, that it's manifesting because, you know, it's, it's also, you also had a season of just giving and, you know what I mean? You giving and you like, dang, is it gonna give something back? Cause I, I, yeah. I, 16 years in the music industry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And God just, just, you know, you can't, one thing I'm learning, you can't control how it's gonna happen, man. Cause it's like, I thought I was gonna be a famous singer, you know? And I chased mm-hmm. that long, and I, 16 years plus chasing that dream and then to just go into film and in three months have an agent. First week I audition, right. book of a, a show on Fox, you know, first week, that's like, I heard of it. A lot of actors in, in Atlanta, you know, in the industry, they yeah. kinda of look at me like, oh, you know, he's lucky and man, that's but they don't understand like all the other work from before. It's this spiritual thing going on, this spiritual warfare. So God still rewarded me from i I've been I've been chasing entertainment for twenty years, you know what I'm saying? So the higher power and the ancestors, God, they all it's gonna it's gonna come. You never know how it's gonna come if you put it up if you put that work in there, man, it's gonna come some type of way.
1: Right. And you've been consistent with it. You know, one thing about it, a lot of people quit before they even get started. You think five years is a long time, but it's really not. Mm -hmm. Not (laughs) You know, when when you're considering people that's been working at it for 10, 15 plus years it just scratch the surface of their potential success. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's important for people to not give up on what they're trying to do. Just because you don't see an initial return on your first try or your first attempt, you know, don't give up, don't quit. I'm seeing that constantly and constantly, over and over again. You know, um, it's funny. I had uh, Miguel Nunez Jr. on the show, and he was telling me how he was homeless when he went to Hollywood. When he first got got to Hollywood, he was homeless. He was sleeping on the street, you know. And he was telling everybody, "While he's homeless, I'm gonna be a movie star." You know, what I'm saying, I'm, "This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be a movie star." People looking at him like he's crazy, like you homeless. What do you mean you're gonna be a movie star? You know what I'm saying? And it, one of the things that stuck with me was that he said he truly believed that was the only thing that got him through when he was sitting there homeless on the street and everybody's looking at him like it's crazy. He knew what was going to happen. He didn't know how. He didn't know when. He just knew it was going to happen. He had to stay the course. So right. a lot of people give up before they even get started and they hinder their own success because they keep quitting. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's awesome that you're able to, to really say, "Hey, I really put in work. You know, I've been here been working at this for 15, 20 plus years. This is not something that happened overnight." Right. You know, give you some flowers right now while you're here, man, cuz a lot of people they like to wait till people go on about their life and they dead and gone to give flowers. But no, man, I respect you. I respect the hard work that you put in. Right. Um because you you really is a good influence for people that's really looking up to you, you know what I'm saying? That really wanna make some success, make something out of their life. And I think that's the bigger picture. Right. You, know, you you think you're doing it for yourself and in reality you don't understand how many people you are actually helping. Because yeah. you could be that one person and just change somebody entire whole outlook on life based on what they witnessed from you in your life. You know, yeah, um
2: I make sure I always tell out to cut you up. That's why I make sure that I always bring up that I was homeless. I lived in that I lived in 1997 Toyota Corolla. No matter how far I go, just like with the Rock. Rock, yeah. They just his production seven, I think seven dollar or twenty one dollar, whatever he had when he moved to Miami, seven dollars or something like that, right? Like, I always like my post I made today. I, I made a post today. I didn't say. You know, yeah, Memphis, we killed it. You know, we shut it down. Now nah, I'm like, yo, my post is long, it's a long way from living in the 1997 Toyota to Corolla. So it's like I want people to know, like, um, like every time I elevate, man, I'm always going to bring it up because I know there's somebody else out there that's not what it's supposed to be right now. And I just want them to be encouraged because I know I, man, I'm never going to forget that feeling, man. I'm never... You know, sometimes I'll be sitting around and looking and like, damn, man, I'm living in this, you know, this beautiful condo, I'm driving my favorite car, I'm doing these things. And I might just sit there and just get a little emotional because I think about, I never forget that day when I was looking out that window across the street at that Waffle House from my brother, I was living, I was staying in my brother's um, tattoo shop one night. You he, he let me stand there one night, you know what I'm saying, because it was the weather or whatever, and I just looking at that Waffle House across the street and I'm like, damn, I cannot walk across the street and buy a scrambled egg and I'm starving. You know what I mean? Wow. I never forget that, man. And my boy pulled up, you know, one of my partners pulled up, like, yo, hey, man, you know, what's up, man? You know, I'm holding it in, but I'm really like, I'm emotional, I'm so hungry. You're having
1: a moment, for sure.
2: <laughs> I'm in my <laughs> feelings. He's like, yo, he's like, you ate? And I'm like, nah, he's like, let's go, let's go to Waffle House. And bro, I went to Waffle House and, I'm tearing, I'm tearing up, and he's like, "What's wrong, man?" I'm like, "Nothing, man." You know what I'm saying? It's just, right. I never, I can't never forget that, man. I can't ever forget that. Now, for how
1: me. did that, how did that moment make you feel when someone was able to observe that, like someone was actually able to, to notice, like you was, you was down about something? How did that make you feel?
2: Well, I had tears coming out my eyes, so right, so you know, it meant a lot to you, right? Yeah, that's my brother. Matter of fact, he, that's my brother, man. Rest in peace, Martel Fresh. He, that was my bro, man. He, you know, it, you know, we hide stuff, especially as men, especially as black men. We live in a world where, mm-hmm. with, with masculine black men, we saw in, under attack. We just kind of go on our shell, you know what I'm saying? Like Hollywood don't celebrate masculine black men, right. you know? Most women don't, public, they are, you know what I mean? They celebrate everything else. And I and I hate to say that, but it's true. Like you know, when you go into you go into, shade room and other these these different things. They ain't celebrating us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So naturally, you kind of just, you know, we just deal with it on the inside, and that causes a lot of trauma. But yeah, man. Now, now my it, question
1: for you, know. my my question for you is: Was he famous? Was he rich when he did all of this at the time? Who? You know when he helped you out that time when you know took you to the Waffle House you if you needed anything. Was he was he sitting on a whole bunch of money?
2: You know oh, what I'm no. saying?
1: Like this
2: is my boy Fresh. Just, okay, so this is the crazy thing. My bro, man, this is the crazy thing, bro. He he was struggling too, and he came right. up he came up with a hundred dollars. He made a hundred dollars that day, right? And Ooh. he yeah, so he hit me like, bro, I I hit for a hundred. Man, you hungry? It was like. It was that. That was that was my I got I got his I got his name on my tattoo on my arm. You know what I'm saying? That was my bro. We that's love. We, yeah, so you, you know, know
1: the reason I bring that up is because of this. This is the point I'm trying to get across. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be famous. You don't have to be someone that's well off in the bank financially to really make somebody else feel special. You get what I'm saying? Like we live in a world where people are so selfish and they don't understand the importance of actually pouring your heart out and showing people that you care. You know, there's so many more ways to show people that you care than just give them what you already have access to because you got money in your account. You know what I'm saying? That was, you just said he found a hundred dollars and with that hundred dollars, he was willing to look out for you. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's a big deal because there are yeah. people that would have took that same hundred dollars to be like, Hey, tough break, dog. I'm about to go to Waffle <laughs> House. Yeah. I don't know what I, you got going on.
2: Wayne always say, you know, we was talking about this this weekend. Wayne was like, Man, it, when you give, it's about the percentage. Yeah. You know what I'm mean? saying? Cause he had a hundred dollars. That was a large percent. Cause I spent about nineteen of that hundred. You know what I mean? That's almost one fourth of this man's money.
1: Come on, you ain't go to McDonald's, he went to the Waffle House.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, man, people I I I gotta say, man, I just I'm just so grateful to God. I met so many people in my life. So many people, I can't name all of them, man, that always played a part. You know what I mean? 'Cause I cause where I'm at right now, I can't thank one person. You know, sometimes be people like, oh, Will Packer the reason why you blew up. Some people like, oh, it's Country Wayne the reason why you blew up. Some people, oh, it's it's People Store, oh it's slip and slide, Ted Lucas, cause I, or Roy Jones, I come across so many people yeah. famous or not famous that yeah. I think everybody I come across in my life played a part in where I'm at today. Not just not just the famous people, but everybody, you know what I mean? This old lady, I met a long time ago when I was, I was on stage, right? This is crazy. I had a show and I was singing. I came out and the crowd going crazy. Ah, the girls, they just screaming. Shit. i was singing or whatever. So I'm you know I'm getting excited, so I jump out into the audience, and I start. You know what I mean, like t- letting let the girls touch me and stuff. Hold and on, I- you
1: jumped out into the audience, like off stage, like like I like I surfing,
2: I came into the audience. Oh, okay.
1: okay. I was about to say, who, gonna... who caught you? That's what I was about to say. Because <laughs> I know if I jump out, I got some lawsuits coming. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That'd be on the news if I jump in the audience. <laughs> you- I got you. So. I went out there and so after the show, this older lady came up to me. She was like, she was one of the security, you know, how they have to like, like the, the concession stand? She yeah. said, and everybody was like, oh, you killed it, you killed it, you killed it. And the lady said, she said, you did a really good job, baby, but don't lose your value next time. Mm. What you talking about? She said, when you was on stage, people wanted more. They was what wanted so much more. They was screaming at the top of their lungs. And when you came into the audience, you was so accessible that you lost your value. She said, "Maintain your value." And I'm like, "Man, what does the old lady talk about, man?" Right. Yeah. She she don't know about in about this. So later once, so I I I, you know, I got hot and I got a record deal and and once I got a little name, you know what I'm saying? I started just messing with all these different women, just nonstop messing with all these women. And I remember, like, my fame started to dwindle, dwindle away. And I thought about it one day because it was like, my mom was like, "Don't nobody want a hoe, not even a man, not a, not a man or a woman." You know what I mean? And I was like, "Damn." That's when true. That lady, the thing, told me like, "I really killed my fame. The first time I had fame, I killed it because I was too accessible. I was trying to sleep, you know, knock everything down, mm-hmm. because you know." Of course, when you have notoriety or money, it's more attractive to women. That's just the reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was taking advantage of that, but in the end, I was the one that lost because all the women have access to me and like don't want a woman don't want to put like I'll give you an example, Trey Songs. Trey Songs is an artist that people people always be like, Yo, what happened to Trey Songs? That's yeah. what happened. He you, you can't go to all every city and knock mm-hmm. everything down because now you didn't hit the girl that work. You didn't hit Keisha to work. Waffle House. That no, no, everybody, everybody. Oh, he hit Keisha. Everybody hit. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like I don't want this man posted on my wall.
1: Yeah.
2: And Keisha,
1: he had you hit. Kinda, he, you devalue yourself without even realizing it.
2: Yeah, you devalue yourself. So like now, yeah. that 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 older lady man, she like I'm. My fame is growing so rapidly because I maintain my value. You ain't gonna see me in no club. You don't see me no a lounge. You don't see me in no a hookah spot. You don't see me in nothing. If they ain't paying me to come, I ain't there. And right. It's not an arrogant thing like, oh, you have to pay me. It's more of a, I'm maintaining my value. But I'm in the club every night. That's important. I pay me to come. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm i don't go to no. I ain't been to a club since 2016, February 22nd.
1: And people go to the club every weekend.
2: Every weekend. What you celebrating? Every
1: weekend. You, what it's so bad. It's so bad. The club's not even special no more. Right. It's like, you might as well say that's an extension of your crib because you're there every weekend.
2: Yeah, it's like, nobody, nobody, but, so I'm not gonna lie, bro, when I go places, people wanna take pictures with me. Now, you know, I'd have been, I'd have been places where it was people in there that was way more famous than me. Like, I, I'm at a basketball game. You know, I'm at a basketball game and I'm down there in the little club area and I'm seeing these stars in here and everybody mm. was with me, cause you see these niggas every night. They they come always on come. now. That's you true. I
1: mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that makes a lot of sense.
2: That's why I'm where I'm at now. I'm always home. And if you watch all my videos on Instagram, lately I'm out because I'm working. I'm on tour. But before yeah. that, if you watch all all the videos on my page, and I'm talking to the phone. I'm always home.
1: Absolutely not! I ain't gonna lie. Your videos be cracking me up, man, especially when you and
2: uh Country Wayne be going at it
1: on the first class fights.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, man. y'all
1: be cracking me up,
2: <laughs> man. Look, I had, I just it's so funny. Cause see me, you know it's truth to some of like our skits. We you know some is we it's not really we. Ain't those people for real, cause Wayne is not. He's a you know what I'm saying he's he, he the he the nicest dude, man. He he he, one of the best celebrities on this planet. You know what I'm saying? So he he's never he treat everybody with respect. He really care about his fans. Like when he when he, yeah. when I talk to him behind closed doors, he's he's always talking about the people. You know what I mean? So he ain't that person that he playing the skits, and I I'm not that person either. But um, there is we we try to find a little bit of truth somewhat. I am, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm not as frugal as I ain't buying fake chains and stuff like that. But yeah. you know, like. We'll get on the plane, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm about to win, cool. I'm about to pay an extra five sixty eight, you know what I mean, to to upgrade the first class. I'm cool right here.
1: Absolutely. I mean it makes sense.
2: But now they be but see they be picking on me. So I go ego get in the way. Now I'm spinning up my dangle spinning up my, my tour money trying to get my
1: right first class I ain't gonna lie, it was one video you had posted, it was uh you said where you buy first class tickets and way and catch another plane. <laughs> I was so weak. and You just sit out the window looking like, oh man,
2: I'm wasted. I, was so it. I mad. Even get that joint. Okay, because he kept making videos. Up oh, they go, Mike, way in the back. You know, I saying, I said, I got some business, so <laughs> I did. Was when they said, because you know, they, they the um, the production, they they pay our pay our tickets and stuff. So yeah. of course, you know, is the headliner, so that he get he always gonna be in the in first class. <laughs> yeah. So. I, you know, usually I just stay in my seat. I said, no, I got something for him. So I go on my app, I upgrade my ticket. I said, I got something for Wayne. As this time being there and film him. And I and I made sure I got the first seat. So I know he's going to be behind me, even if it's the second row. Right. And I
1: get, you was being Patty. <laughs> you was being Patty. I
2: spent five sixty seven to upgrade that thing on ticket. And when I get on there, I'm like, <laughs> I call. I hit RB and his brother, like, yo, what way? Oh, he catching he catching the later play. I said, "Man, I spent this
1: money." Did you ask for your refund? I
2: was. It was too late. I was in the seat.
1: <laughs> it was too late. It was a wrap. Oh man, <laughs> that's hilarious, man. So, now, uh, what are you guys planning on working on in the near future? You think we're gonna take this uh, these skits and make your own movie eventually?
2: Oh man, bro. I, that would be awesome. I, I I I think the whole world gonna be waiting on that one. Man, we got bro, I can't say, because I like I say it's certain information I, I would love. I like to let Wayne that's his ship, you know what I mean? He right. brought me ship, you know, I'm definitely a part of it, but it's still his ship. So I don't wanna give information that he ain't that Respect. he ain't putting out there, but I would just say this. It's about to be up. It's already right. up. Right. Everybody shot the world. Just stay tuned. All
1: right. It sounds good, man. Listen, everyone. That was Mike Bless. I appreciate your time today, man. So much for coming through to the podcast. It was awesome talking to you. Uh shout out to Country Rain and the whole team that you guys got going over there. Y'all doing big things. Keep up the good work. We're gonna see y'all. I man. know one thing. That's for sure. We're gonna see y'all.
2: Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate. it. Keep doing your thing, too, bro. I'm I, seeing your grind. I'm seeing you. I'm seeing you manifest the people you want on here. Keep on going, cause it's just the beginning for you, bro.
1: Absolutely, I've been trying to get Country Wayne over here, but he's too busy for me. Look, yeah, for real, for real. He he's been too busy, but it's all good. It's gonna
2: happen one day. It'll happen. It'll happen.
1: Yeah,
2: it' real one. We we, we we try to make it happen.
1: Yes, yeah, sir. Look, man. I appreciate you again. Keep doing your thing and uh, keep
2: inspiring the world, brother. All right, man, y'all be blessed. Thank you so much for making it all the way through another great episode of King Legend Talks. I truly hope you feel motivated to go out and make your dreams come true. If you would like to stay notified on what's happening next and stay connected within the community, please follow the host on social media
0: at KingLegend757. Or visit our official website where you will find the video version of this interview at www.kinglegendtalks.com.
2: Thank you so much for your support and may God continue to bless you.